Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good morning on this beautiful hump day, ladies. I appreciate you joining me, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jessica Colbert. Thank you for joining my podcast. So today I thought I would come on here and give a little backstory on myself with communication, facing challenge with communication through my life. So, I don't know if you a lot of you know, uh, December of this year I will be turning 34. I am a recovering addict as well as a domestic violence survivor. And among a few other red flags above my head such as trauma, um, mental health diagnoses, and a few other number titles that I could give myself. But we're not going to go all into that. Let's just get straight to it. So, I have been on this journey of recovery in general from all the things for quite some time now. Uh, My drug recovery has been for four years. Uh, My trauma and abuse recovery has been going on for about, I want to say a good six, seven years now. Maybe even ten. Um... So, I just want to say that, you know, I've been through a lot, and I'm sure you have too, and, you know, when we're faced with challenges throughout our life, and we have these mental health issues and diagnoses, and we're faced with normal life problems, even if you don't have mental health disabilities or diagnoses or if you have medical whether you do or not if you have anything that may be wrong with your mental or physical emotional health um i just like to say that it all comes down to effective communication and what i mean by effective communication is simply that you know what you want to say you know your thoughts you know your audience and you know the possible reactions and you know how to communicate it through whatever channel you may be using whether it be voice video face-to-face um, written, however you are portraying your message, you want to try to be as effective as possible because I've noticed throughout the last few years in my recovery with things that I had ineffective communication skills. My communication skills were horrible. I was telling people, my family and friends things, myself things, But it was ineffective because I didn't know my audience. I didn't know the reactions. I really didn't know what I was wanting to say or portray or get out. Because I was in early processes and stages of healing from all the things that had happened in my prior life and the things I had been through. So, when you really tap into self-reflection, you know, and you touch base 
on all the aspects in your life throughout your recovery, you start to critique these skills such as communication skills. And you learn yourself even more when you take a step back and try to put yourself in the recipient's shoes that you're trying to communicate with. You know, you may be having a hard time communicating with your mom, your brother, your cousin, your coworker, your boss. I just ask that you just take a step back. Look at how maybe a current or recent situation happened and say, listen, there could have been a better outcome. What did I do or what can I do? If a similar situation was to arise again, how could I make that situation more clear, concise, and better? Because if we're not reflecting, you guys, we're not growing, you know. And when we're not growing, I just like to say, you're, you're dying. When you stop learning and growing, you're dying. I learn something new about myself and others every day. I've started recently having these affirmations and writing my gratitude list daily. Not even writing them sometimes, just sitting up on the edge of the bed thanking God for just even the smallest, simplest little things. Being able to lay in a warm bed with my son, you know. Being able to look out and see the beautiful sun in the sky and and feel the wind on my skin and walk and just all the little things. And it makes you really be more self and socially aware. And when you're more self and socially aware, your communication becomes better with yourself and others. You know, so take a step back, look at maybe how you could have approached it, maybe how you said it, wrote it. Um, Maybe others were involved in the conversation. Um, You know, you really have to analyze things about yourself so much to the point that you know when a certain circumstance, issue, or problem arises in your life, you have that 110% confidence that you've tried your best, you did your best, you thought your best, and that's that. Even if the situation, what didn't, the outcome wasn't the best, you know without a shadow of a doubt that you tried and did your best and gave your 110% to any given situation with any given relationship. Point blank period, you guys. It's all about self-care, self-reflection, gratitude, and really analyzing yourself To become more effective in your relationships with yourself and your family and friends, co-workers, and even classmates, you guys. We were put on this earth to serve others, pretty much. That's just how I see it. And I hope that if this message reaches you today... Maybe you grabbed something from it. Maybe you jotted some notes down, you know. I hope that, you know, you're the most beautifulest, 
creation on this earth and that you should be important to you. You should be your number one person. Your relationship with your higher power. And then you should be number one. Us moms like to try to put our children before ourselves. But the reality is, guys. And this is the best way I can communicate it to you. The reality is we have to put self-worth, self-care, self-talk, self Awareness, communication, self-reflection. We have to really take care of ourselves to be able to be that diamond in the rough for others. It really takes work. And sometimes we make it harder than it really is. Start taking 10 minutes each morning or each night to say what you're grateful for. I recommend doing it in the mornings. It just starts your day wonderful. If you have a favorite song that you like to jam to, put that song on. If you're having issues that keep arising in the relationships around you and a lot of conflict, look at how you're communicating your words. Look at your posture. Look at your expressions, how you're delivering it, who you're delivering it to, what you're trying to say and what you're actually saying. Revise things. Think about things. Take the time to slow down and be aware of self. I'm not saying you're wrong or you're not good because you're having conflicts because, honey, that's life. That's the cycle of life. Just like any mathematical problem, there is a one solution. So if we know in problem solving in math, if there is a solution, there's just an order we have to follow. Why can't we apply those same concepts to our life? I don't understand. I didn't understand for a long time. I didn't take the time to do these things. I didn't take the time to maybe wash, soak my feet every other night or week, paint my toenails. I didn't take the time to. Now I'm taking time uh, at least two hours or and a half in the morning and two at night while everybody's still asleep in the home to have my peaceful, quiet time. If I want to read my Bible in those two hours while my uh, baby, my husband's off to work and my baby's asleep, I can do that. If I want to turn on the music and jam out while my baby's asleep because he's not going to wake up. He's used to mama being crazy, you know. Um, I can do that. If I want to contact close family and friends in them peaceful two hours... I can do that. If I want to sleep in those two hours, I can do that because that's what myself wants, needs, desires, my body and mind. You have to listen to the things in your body and mind to be able to be self and socially aware, you guys. And it comes back to being an effective communicator with yourself and others. The challenges we face today with communication is very absurd 
because of everything that is going on right now. We got the government and politics and people dividing vaccinated, unvaccinated people, dividing Muslims, Asian, uh, Hispanics, black, whites. We have division all over this world because our communication is lacking with self and others. Our self and social awareness is lacking. People are sick, depressed, dying, hating one another, jealousy around. We're not communicating good thoughts. We're not communicating good examples. We're not communicating good words and good ideas. We're not communicating together effectively because if we were, there wouldn't be so much chaos in this world. Our hospitals didn't have PPE. But yet the government has known about COVID since 2010. Come on, guys. Like, the communication isn't there. They started making coffins. I've watched a documentary. They started making coffins and pre-planned supposedly for an influenza pandemic or epidemic or whatnot back in 2010. Please. But we're not here to talk about the bull crap with that. It's just ineffective communication. The government could have told us, hospitals, hey, we're about to have a surge of disease and sickness upon this earth. Here's a shit ton of PPE for you guys because we know you're committed to saving lives. Nurses and doctors and and frontline workers clearly communicated during the beginning of the pandemic where their heart and soul and their desires lied. And that was in the front lines saving freaking lives. And let's get real and honest. I mean, let's just get real and honest. Have you seen that? That should have communicated to you that People care still. In spite of everything going on, there are humans in this world that still communicate to other humans around the world that they are true, genuine, raw, and real, and they want to help and serve others. Hence to why my higher power God put us on this earth. He made us in his image to serve him and other people. That's just how my opinion outlook on it. You may not agree with the things I'm saying or some of the things I'm saying. But you know what? It comes back to all effective communication like I'm saying. So if you've joined me today, I really appreciate it. Um, I just like to say... Throughout my recovery with drugs and and my mental health and my physical health and my emotional and spiritual health, I just like to say that, you know, it's been awesome because I learned more about me every every freaking day. 
So when I started my drug recovery, I started out, to be honest, the second, this is the second time that in March, I have, uh, March of this last, this year, I had four years clean. Next March will be five, which is a bittersweet moment for me, only for the simple fact, this is the second time I'm going to hit the five-year mark. I got out of prison back in 20, um, 2010 in federal prison and was released on my son's third birthday. I missed his first, second, and third birthday. That's my first child. And, um, you know, since I started then and then I had those five years clean and after I relapsed and messed my five years up, I thought there won't no coming back. I thought I was a total goner for sure, for sure, for sure for the rest of my life. That I would die trying to fight my demons. A lot of my friends has died trying to fight their demons. But I just want to say that since 2010 and starting that. And then starting over again four years ago to try again at this sobriety thing. I have learned so much about myself. Because I started to be my own scientific experiment, if you will. I started having to do little training sessions and little courses and classes and hypotheses and experiments on myself. I became so analytical that I have touched base on every single topic that one needs to become not just a raw, real human being living their best life, but a sober, raw, real human being living their best life. Now an entrepreneur living their best life, going for their bachelor's in business administration with the concentration of entrepreneurship. To say all that now is crazy to me from where I've came from. When I tell people I got it out the mud, I got it out the mud, baby, because I was down low, dogging it, dogging people, dogging life, dogging myself, burning so many bridges. And I was very terrible at communication, let me tell you. So, what's helped me to critique my skills, you may ask? Well, there could be a number of things. You know, you really have to get to know you and know what you like. You know, I started out with just shopping. I started out with hobbying, crafting, painting. I like to draw. I like to read. I like to write. I like to spend time with my children. You know, when you're doing these things again, guys, let me also say that it's increasing your endorphins and reducing the cortisol levels. Of stress, which is stress, which is the number one killer in America. Stress, anxiety, depression, it all falls in, and the inadequate sleep. You know, but since I started this journey of recovery, I've gotten the correct nutrition in my body and for my brain. Um, it's been one heck of a ride these last four months 
But these last four years, I'm real thankful for. And I just wanted to share that, you know, I started hobbying. I started seeing my kid, my other two kids I hadn't seen in six years, being more involved in their lives. I started being a mom again. I started laughing again. I started doing all the things. Even found love in the process. And let me tell you, he has helped me. He challenges my intellectual more than anybody I've ever met. Um, And we were just speaking the other day. I can give you a real quick base on one of our conversations quickly before I leave. Uh, He was telling me about, um, you know, anything you do in life has a consequence. I don't care if it's a good thing or a bad thing that you do. You're going to have a good or bad consequence from that action anything you do has a consequence so when you're communicating guys make sure that you take the time to really think about what could happen if you say this or go about this situation this way or that way Um, get in tune with yourself maybe listen to some motivational motivational speakers maybe journal go out for that nature walk spend more time with your kids listen to that favorite jam in the morning get you a gratitude list going and just really tap into yourself (coughs) there's only things that a person can do that is so much if you know what I'm saying like we can only do so much but when we take the time to realize that we truly are important to ourselves and we're the most important to ourselves I mean aside from God let's just get honest I mean my husband is he's most important to him you know he loves his child but he's his most important self I'm my most important self and my son is most important to himself what he wants and needs is most important to him. It's okay to be selfish. Learn yourself so you can become more social. Learn yourself so you can become more of an effective communicator. Learn yourself so you can become that leader that you've been wanting to become. That example for whether it's for coworkers classmates, family, or friends. Tap into self, you guys. I love you. I will catch you on the next freaking episode. I never know what I'm going to jump on here and talk about or say. I do have quite of an idea what our next episode will be like, um, but I will be giving advice, tips, tricks. I will be telling you a little bits and pieces here and there about my story who I am. Again, my name is Jessica. I really appreciate you joining me. Share this out to your friends. Please invite your friends to my episode. I love doing these. I hope I have helped somebody today. And remember, go out there and fix that crown, baby, because you're fierce.